Welcome, Stavro, to the Greek Connection podcast. For those who don't know, Stavro is a Greek singer who is sang in the Greek community of Toronto, sang for the Ottawa Greek community. And when I personally met him, I met him for the Kingston Greek community. Welcome, Stavro. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having nice me, boys. You. Nice to meet you both and see you again, Christian. Likewise, likewise. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, tell us, how did your music journey begin? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, pretty much like I think anybody in the, in the bathroom, like in the bathtub, just singing. Um, has good reverb in there, so it was good. Um, Honestly, it just kind of started organically. I love Greek music. I grew up around it, specifically Greek music, but I love anything jazz. I love pretty much any genre. I'm pretty open-minded when it comes to music. Uh, then started doing some some vocal training for a couple of years before I decided to, to try and uh, start singing live in front of people. And I'm a little different. I kind of started a little older. Like I, I started live, I think I was like 26, 27. Wow. Uh, most people, you know, with raw talent or, or whatever, start young. They start, you know, performing it in their teens even. Uh, but I started a little a little later because I'm a bit, uh, I, I like things to be as, as perfect as possible. And there's never perfection in music. You can always learn. But that's kind of, yeah, I just kind of started organically, I guess. And then trained and that's it. That's amazing. Yeah, you sound you. phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. You can start music at whatever, any age you want. And yeah. you can make that journey amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, no perfection exactly if the flower blooms it blooms it doesn't yes. matter when today or tomorrow yeah even if, and even if it is tomorrow it still did because mm -hmm. if you're phenomenal you're truly phenomenal yeah and speaking about that like i always tell people when we're like doing a conversation like this was rome built in one day no it wasn't was it built on the next day no it wasn't it was built decades after decades. hundreds of years hundreds and hundreds of years yeah, it's true. And, and that's the same as music, though, right? Like anything musical, whether you're playing an instrument, whether you're a vocalist, whether, you know, you're a sound technician in, in the whole industry as a whole, and just in life in general, I find it, you have to do things step by step. Yeah. There's no, you can imagine the end goal, but you can't get there unless you break it down into small steps. Right. You have to have a vision. The yeah. And, and work. You got to work. Exactly. You got to work. Do you have a genre of Greek music in particular or like a section or a group of artists that you can say you really enjoy? Yeah, uh, kind of. So it's it's different. So because we're in, in Canada and there's only, you know, so, so much you can really do in the Greek music scene. It's very niche, right? So my, my actual, what I'm acclimated to and what I started with was, was Endechna, which is, um, if you think like... Uh, Thanasi Papakostadinu, Vasily Papakostadinu, that kind of style, Yanni Kortsira, that's really my my niche and the thing yeah. I, I quite like that I resonate the most with. But obviously when you're in Canada, you have to really, in order to, to pull off a Greek night or pull off a private event that you're hired for or anything like that, you've got to be able to appeal to everybody. Yeah. So you've got to be able to do a little bit of everything, whether that's you know your Dimotika or your Nishkiotika or your or your, your, your quiet, you know, um, songs where you can really kind of, erminevis, uh, we say in Greek, mm -hmm. where you kind of, erminia uh, means basically like you resonate with, with the song. Um, so you got to be able to do a little bit of everything here. So it's a balance. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a balance. It's a balance. you got to be able to, to find everything. Yeah, do a little bit of everything. It'd be versatile. Yeah, versatility is important, right? And, and it, it's tough. It takes time to learn. It takes time to learn how to, to learn what people want, to learn how to read a crowd. 
to learn when something isn't going the way you want it to go and, and be able to switch gears really quickly. Uh, it takes time, but it's, it's again, that's, it's all a step in the process to get to your goal. Yeah. And once you learn that skill, like it's really important because let's say, you know, a gig can start off really good. Mm -hmm. and it might trip down, but then you can turn it all the way around like a 360 mm -hmm. and, you know, keep it smooth and keep it cool and keep it calm and efficient. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So Stavro, you also attended York University. I did. Yes, I did. I did. And you studied, did you study music there? No, I studied political science uh, initially. Um, my goal was to go to law school. Um, but realized I do not have the, the patience to read that much. Um, I have a, I, I'm a little bit, um, what's the word? I, I get bored fast. Yeah. Uh, that's my personality. So being able to, to read that much and go back to school for another four years was not something I could do. So I started working. Uh, actually, I worked full time while I was in, at school. Um, and uh, worked retail. I got into like a leadership role. Then I switched gears and went into uh, the recruitment industry. Oh, wow um which is, is is a unique industry and i'm now kind of working in that in that space now still very nice but no i didn't study music there anything i did musically was was kind of private lessons oh. vocal lessons i do you know vocal lessons uh one twice a week technically so once in person and once virtually with uh, a singer in greece actually so yeah and we were attending uh was there any like uh other electives that you could like, could have took like music like on the side in the school no not really oh, nothing wow. musical no not really not really it was again everything was just kind of private like i went and i went and did calling a greek sofez um where you go and learn the scales and yeah. you know to train the ear i did all that privately though but it, like a music school yeah yeah so did you have like a set mentor during that time or did you just like, i had a couple transition? I had a couple mentors. I think uh, the, the good thing with music is you can learn from, from everyone. So you can learn from musicians, you can learn from other singers, you can learn from sound tech, you can learn from anybody. Um, you can learn from listening to, to music, um, especially for the voice, right? The voice is something, yes, there's a technique involved in, in performing well, but a lot of it is down to feel. Um, and and you know, you can sing the same song three times, three nights in a row, and each time it'll come out different. From a technical standpoint, it might be the same, but the feel will be different every time, depending on your mood, depending on, at least for me. The crowd. Depending on the crowd, depending on, well, the crowd, not so much. You really try to, you know, I, I, I try to perform the same whether I'm in front of three people or I'm in front of 300. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make a difference. I Because those three people are there for a reason. They want to they wanna be entertained. They want to enjoy themselves. Yeah. So you have to honor that, right? That's amazing how you sing for yourself and you provide an amazing performance because you're singing for yourself. You're singing from the love, the passion. Yeah, and, and it's important, right? It's it, that's the thing. It's it's not an instrument that's technical, yeah. right? The voice is something that there's there's a lot more involved. Um, it's something you have to protect, and I don't do a very good job of that because I never warm up. I I do everything you're not supposed to do yeah. as a singer. I do. Um, but I have the feel, I think, mm -hmm. and, and that's what I my main my main thing is, and the the technique, of course, that comes with that. Amazing, perfect. Because I, I know I witnessed this on stage. I seen you sing a couple times, and you just sing amazingly. Thank you, like, thank amazingly. you, thank you, thank you. And you're very talented yourself. Thank you, likewise. Yeah, <laughs> Christian knows a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> so as a singer, what makes a good singer? For those who are watching and those people who want to sing, what advice do you got for them? A couple things. Um, 
I think don't be nervous because you're your own worst critic. That's the most important thing. Um, but don't get to the point where you feel like you're the best or you've accomplished your goal because that will also hold you back. You should always be looking to, to further pursue or, or further learn. And there's something you can learn from everybody. Uh, another thing is, is team up with people team. I've been fortunate. Like I haven't been doing live music. I started in 2018 throw in COVID. Uh, so that was a year and a half of not being able to really do much. But I was lucky because I had a lot of people that believed in me and, uh, you know, whether those are other singers or other musicians uh, that helped mentor me and I keep good relations with because you can learn from everybody. So again, like, like what I was saying earlier, you can learn from everybody. So, you know, be open-minded, work with people, work with different people. You have something to learn from everybody. Amazing. Perfect. That's a very well said answer. Thank you. Exactly. Don't leave the stone unturned. That's it. So on, a, on to my next question, yeah. uh, how does like the process of like booking gigs work? Do you contact someone or do they contact you or? It depends. Typically, um, typically you're contacted, at least in, in my case, I, because I don't do this full time, it's more my passion project, my side hustle, my hobby, yeah. whatever you want to yeah. call it. I kind of let things grow organically. So um, I, I've been, again, I've been fortunate because I have a network of, of other musicians that will refer me to jobs. Um, I have people that I've connected with who I've done work with in the past and they'll connect me to other people. Uh, and that's really the, the crux of it. Um, but there are certain, there are certain times where you'll want to put something on yourself. And that's something I'm a big believer in is I want to showcase something different. I'll take control of it. I want creative control. Um, so that's something actually just yesterday I had a gig and that was exactly what I did was I contacted this, this venue and I said, I want to do a live, um, here's my idea and let's see how we can make it happen. It's amazing. You become your own director. That's it. You have to, right. And that's, that's the difference between, you know, wanting to be creative versus just being hired entertainment and, and, and there's value in both. There's value in both. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. Uh, on to an, another question. Uh, a few months ago, we had Michalitza on our show. Yes. So for you, how is it working with her? Because we you know she also, you know, likes the same genre of music that you like. So you guys must be able to complement each other in that way. Yeah, we work together all the time. I was just on the phone with her this morning. Oh, wow. um, so Michalitza is first of all a very good friend of mine, uh, and and she was she was someone who helped me a lot in the beginning. Um, because again, I started older. I didn't start young. Michalitza had like 10 years on me at this point uh, of experience. And, uh, you know, she really showed me the ropes about performing and confidence on stage. And, you know, uh, don't worry if something goes wrong, this is how you deal with it. Like that was Michalitza for me. She, she really helped me a lot in the beginning. Uh, and, and, and I respect that and I, you know, I honor that. I think that that's, again, what I was going back to is you can learn something from everybody. Uh, and, and she's great at what she does. Yeah. And she like basically, she mentored you. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. She mentored me. And actually it's funny because uh, a lot of people don't know this. Michalitza and I went to Greek school together really young. Wow. And there was a time where we were both, uh, we were young. I can't even remember how old we were. I must've been like grade two, grade three. And we were put in a play <laughs> and we were with her and I were the, the main characters in the play. Wow. And, uh, 
I remember this years after I hadn't seen her in years after because we moved out of the Toronto area as a family and whatnot. And when we reconnected to start doing music together, she brought it up to me and I was laughing. I was like, wow, it's crazy how time, everything comes back. Right. Um, so it was just interesting. It's yeah, but she definitely was a good mentor it's for sure. Crazy. It's a real full circle. Yeah, exactly. Like you didn't expect it to happen, but then it happens sometime later in life. Yeah. Yeah. So in your opinion, what makes a great singer? What makes a great singer? I think feel. Feel is the most important thing. You're, you're, you're feeling for, and, and you have to enjoy it. You have to want to perform well. Um, even when you're in a bad mood or you're in, you know, you've had a bad day, once you're, you have to be able to block that out when you're on a stage. Um, because again, you have to respect the people that are there. Whether they're they're paying to see you specifically, whether they're paying to be at the venue that they're at, whether they're they, they happen to be at a wedding and you're you're performing, they're there for a reason. They're there to be entertained, or they're there to sit and listen. Every venue is different, right? But you have to. I think first is your feel. You got to do it for yourself and enjoy it for yourself. The second thing would be for respect for the people that are listening to you. I think that that's an important thing. And I think that sometimes uh, in an industry like music, it can get, it can get a little competitive. Um, and that's something that a lot of people step away from is understanding that you're not doing this just for yourself. You're doing it for people, uh, because you owe them the very best you can be always. So do you sense when you're performing sometimes with other musicians that some musicians do get cocky They think that, you know what, I'm here to perform. Here's my talent. I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, no, that that happens for sure. That happens for sure. But um, genuinely, people like that don't tend to go far, and that goes in not just music; that goes in life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because, you, as far as I'm concerned, nobody's ever perfect. You're never the best. There's always going to be someone better than you, and it's okay to be, you know, a little jealous of them. Mm-hmm. But jealousy, in a sense, where it's like, wow, I want to be like that yeah. at some yeah. point, and, and I'm going to sit and I'm going to work, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be like you or better than you. Exactly. That that kind of Z, I would say in Greek, I, I like. Um, I don't like where it's like, oh, this person, you know, is better than me and I shouldn't, you know. Exactly. It's a healthy type of jealousy. Exactly. That's it. It pushes you forward and it pushes them exactly. forward. It's like healthy competition. And use that jealousy and say, you know what? I want to be as good as this guy or even better. Like that's you it. Just said. That's it. That's right. That's that's the key, I think. And that's the, the key to music, right? There's You're never an expert. There's always something you can learn. There's always something new. There's always a new way to try things, especially as a singer, right? It's like, yesterday I had a gig and I was like, oh, I I listened back to a video and I was like, oh, I could have done this this way. Next time I'm going to try it. Like there's always, you've got to be super critical, super critical and be more critical in yourself than anybody else. Would you stop asking me you. I heard this quote years ago Mm -hmm. and it goes, without music, life would be a mistake. And as a musician yourself, what would you think of that? What do you think of this quote? I agree. I agree totally. I think, uh, you know, and I'm going to go back to this this uh, job I did yesterday where it was, you know, we there were two bands basically in this venue. So we did a performance. It was a, a Greek band. Mm-hmm. And then there was a Turkish band right after us. Mm-hmm. And I knew a couple of the musicians from the Turkish band. We were we were chatting and uh, I had played with one of one of their their. Uh, I think he was the pianist. Yeah, he plays p- piano for them. And uh, 
we were talking and I said, you know, you're, I go, you're, you're a phenomenal pianist. And I go, and, and, you know, the fact that you didn't know these Greek songs, but were able to play them so, so easily, he goes, and he said it himself, he goes, music is universal. It's a, it's a universal language. I don't need to know the language because I just have to follow you. Wow. And I said, wow. And that's really the crux of it. And that, that, that goes down to uh, music. It would be a mistake without music because music is something that can put people together. Exactly. It can, 100%. you know, bridge a gap. It can cause tears. It can cause happiness. Yeah. All the emotions. And it, and it saves people. You know? yeah, it, mm -hmm. it can bring you from a really bad point all the way back up to, mm -hmm. you know, a new horizon. Yeah, it's people a new horizon. They can start the day with you to attack the rest of the day. Exactly. That's, it. That's why I started my day today. Amazing. I went to my TV. I put up on Yaka. <laughs> I listened to like uh, some old Kazanzidis from the 60s, 70s, and then Papadakis. It was a good start to the day. And then yeah. it's, I continue the rest of my day like it's, you know, continuing off the last day. So you want starting your day? So how do you start? What's your morning routine? My morning routine, routine? Way too much coffee. <laughs> um, not much, to be honest. I, I am a, I'm a big believer in trying to start like as productive as possible, but I do need a lot of coffee to get going. I'm not going to lie to you. I've had like four today already and it's <laughs> only what, two o'clock. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wake up, wash my face, make my bed. And then I start my day to, to be honest, that's kind of how it is. And, and it's, it's odd because, um, although I love music so much, I don't want to hear it in the, in the beginning, really? in yeah. the morning. No, no, not really. I kind of just want to collect my thoughts and kind of get moving that That's way. And then the music comes on when I, you know, when I'm, when I'm moving. Yeah. So it's like a taste that develops through the day. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, you know, there are days where I'm doing research at work and I'm, you know, researching for four hours straight and yeah. I've got jazz playing in the background oh, or some, nice. some soft music and, or Kazadzidi, like you said, uh -huh. how can you not love Kazadzidi? Yeah, no. A classic, an icon in the Greek singing industry. Of course, yeah. The okay. best, the best of the best. Oh, so uh, another question. Do you have a favorite gig of all time? Would it be one gig that you'd go back and do it a thousand more times over? I don't know. I don't know. That's a really tough question. Honestly, and, and again, I'm going back to yesterday and maybe it's just because I'm still like on a, uh, on a cortisol, you know, maybe I'm just still yeah. excited about mm -hmm. it, but it was really nice because this, this venue, um, that we performed at it's, it's on Queen West. Um, and, and it's basically like a, a hub for musicians yeah. and, and we're talking musicians who play any type of genre from jazz to, to Arabic music, to Turkish music, wow. to anything you can imagine. And, you know, we, we did our performance and, and, you know, the, the, the band that played was playing after us came and they came to listen to us and, you know, we were able to exchange with them. And then after the, after their gig, we stayed and watched, watched them. That's really cool. And at the end of the night, you know, we, a bunch of the musicians, our musicians and their musicians, we just basically unplugged and we're all jamming for a good half hour, awesome. just whatever it was. It, that was nice. And that's the beauty of music as well as a, from an experience standpoint, I loved it. And you know the crowd wasn't all Greek, so you're you're showcasing Greek music in a, to a different crowd, which is nice too. And that's something that in the in the next little while I'm, I'm really kind of focusing on. Um, that's that's where I think the beauty of music is. And, and when we talk about you know being the director of your own yeah. your own path, 
that that's something that I'm excited about because you know it, it's something that's important to me is how can you showcase Greek music to a different audience? We're in one of the most multicultural places in the world. Toronto is humongous. There are people from all corners of the earth here, and we've got some great music. Um, and it's not just about you know dancing and having a good time. Sometimes it's about sitting and listening and saying, "Wow, that's a beautiful melodic line." You know, wow, that bouzouki is a, a unique instrument. Yeah. Um, so how do you showcase it in a different way? And, and one thing, you know, I'm doing in, in November, the beginning of November, is I'm partnering with uh, the Canadian Arabic Orchestra. Oh, wow. And we're cool. doing an Arabic-Greek fusion concert. Wow. Um, it's basically like Queen and Bathurst area as well. Um, so it'll be nice because the, the Canadian Arabic Orchestra is super, you know, um, highly respected. Uh, they have phenomenal musicians, and and they were all on board about doing this, which is exciting. That's amazing. Because if you put uh, an example for this, would be if you put an Arabic violin and a Greek violin, they sound beautiful together. Mm -hmm. And especially the Arabic violin, I have it. I, I honestly have it on my ringtone. So when you hear mm -hmm. someone calls me, I don't hear the Arabic violin. That's mm -hmm. how beautiful it is. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Instruments don't have borders, right? No, like Salida right. can be found in Greece, by Turkey, Syria, mm -hmm. wherever, across mm -hmm. the whole region. Like a few days ago, I was listening to Mazonakis and Arash. Arash is mm -hmm. like uh, a Persian singer, right? They made such a good like fusion together. And you yeah. wouldn't expect it because the languages are like completely different. Mm -hmm. But the melodies were so similar when combined together and like it made a really nice track. And, and the thing, especially with, <clears throat> I find with, uh, we call, in Greek, we call it Eastern music, but it's not really Eastern music. It's, you know, Arabic, Arabic music, Turkish music, and Greek music. They have very similar dromos. So yeah. the, the scales are very similar. Um, so a lot of the songs, and actually the, for this concert I'm doing with, with the Arabic orchestra, it's, it, I'm doing it with a, a, another male singer, an Arabic, uh, he sings in Arabic. He's Algerian. His name is Mo. And I, I think we're doing a set list of like 14 to 20 songs and 97% of the list is duets. It's the exact same song, just in, we're splitting them half in Arabic, half in Greek, the exact same song. Wow. And they're popular songs that everybody will know. Um, so it's, you know, it takes some work, obviously, uh, the, and the orchestra specifically, they've got phenomenal musicians and we're going to have some of our own as well, uh, which is, which is very cool. That's amazing. It just seems like a nice celebration of life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the beauty of music, right? Is, um, you know, you mentioned the Lira earlier. Right? I did shows with Lazo recently. Oh, nice. um, we, again, that was through the Arabic orchestra as well. His shows were, were through the Arabic orchestra as well. Um, and we, he's got a couple more things kind of brewing that's as amazing. well. So. Yeah, I saw Lazo play last year actually with Pablo. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good, great show. Both yeah. phenomenal musicians. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and there's right. a third phenomenal musician sitting right beside you. Exactly. <laughs> so, one of the best. Uh, thank you, thank you. Just speaking about like how you performed in Ottawa, you performed in Montreal, you performed in Kingston. What have you noticed with the crowds? Like, what's the difference between different communities that are Greek? Ooh. So Montreal, I, I, I have, I, I can speak more to Montreal and Ottawa. Uh, the Toronto crowd is amazing, obviously, like, and it's different because I'm from here yeah. and, and I know more people, you know, it's, 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 it's a different type of, um, different vibe, I guess, when you're in your own hometown. 
Um, and, and, you know, it's interesting because a lot of these, the people that I'll see now at performances didn't know me as Stavro the singer, it's just yeah. Stavro. Like I know Stavro, we've had coffee together or whatever. Right. Um, so it's, I think it's weird for them too, to be like, Oh, like when did that happen? All of a yeah. sudden he's, he's a singer now. Like it's, 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 <laughs> it's interesting. But, um, when I went to Montreal, I've been doing a residency at Mytho. Mm -hmm. I've been there for the last year and a half. I was, you know, there two two weekends a month, wow. alternating with another band, and uh, that was really, you know, for me an opportunity to just go with Stavro the singer. Yeah. Like I, nobody knew who I was mm -hmm. really in the beginning, and it's been nice. Like I've been able to, to you know, build a, a crowd of people around me that are support me, and, and again, musicians there who you know really like working with me, and I enjoy love working with. So. The crowds themselves, though, I, I think similar. And again, I think that that comes down to you, yeah. the, the performer. It's it's you as a performer. You have to know how to shape the crowd mm -hmm. and 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 entertain them. Yeah. So you got to be able to read them. You got to you got to know. Okay, if this isn't working, how can I shift gears and get people more engaged? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was thinking you mentioned Ottawa. Uh, in Ottawa, you know, I've noticed they, they prefer an older repertoire. In Montreal, they prefer a more modern repertoire. Mm -hmm. um, Toronto, I would say they prefer an older repertoire as well, but they know way more songs in Toronto. Um, and again, there's there are so many people with different tastes, right, in music in Toronto. We have a really large Greek community. Um, but, you know, thinking about reading the crowd, I remember being yeah. in Ottawa and... Uh, you know, the, the, the first portion of our, our set was, it's very acoustic. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, people never really dance in the, in yeah, the first yeah. set. And I was like, okay, that's like a personal challenge for me. I'm going to make sure they can get up and dance. Yeah. And it was good. It was, a, it was a good time. You know what I mean? Wow. It's, it's, you've got to, it comes with experience though. It doesn't, nobody, that's not natural to anybody. I don't think. Other than maybe Michalica, she's pretty natural. Uh -huh. she's, a, she's, a, she's a pretty natural performer, but um, it takes time to learn how to read a crowd. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know, where can we find Stavro online? How can we get in touch with Stavro? Instagram. Uh, yes, yes, uh, anytime. Uh, so it's I'm on Instagram, Stavros underscore Kanichis, K-A-N-I-C-H-I-S. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on where else am I? LinkedIn. I'm pretty. Well, I'm everywhere except for TikTok. I haven't. I haven't cracked TikTok yet. And maybe I'm giving away my age, but I don't know. I watch TikTok videos. They're hilarious. Too addictive. That's why I won't. I won't make an account. But yeah. Thank you, Stavo. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for having Thank me, guys. You. We appreciate it. No, appreciate I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. Take care, everybody, for the good connection. Signing off, Alex, Christian, and Stavo. See Thank you, guys. You.